0: Well, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Great. Uh, greetings from the East Coast. I'm talking to you in Las Vegas. I take it, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you are. I, look at. I'm so bad. I write the name down as I showed you before we started. Shireen Siobashi. Did I get it right? That's perfect. I was nervous about pronouncing your first name, not your last name.
1: Oh, really? Because that's yes. normally people get that wrong too. But you said it perfectly.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's the second half, Shireen. I was calling Shireen. But I have the accent oh. on the whole part. Yeah,
1: people say Shireen Shireen. Like, there's different ways to pronounce that name, but I've always said
0: Shireen. Oh. I like that. Very cool. Well, Thank welcome you. to Guitar Tales. Thank you. Um, we are so happy to have you. The way we got you um, is that Scott, guitarist Stangle, he's our publicist, mm-hmm. his band opened for you. We were trying to figure out in Seaside Heights, either 2017 or 2018. Do you remember? Uh,
1: Probably 2017, I think.
0: Okay. Might even
1: have been 2016, because I think we did that East Coast tour um, two years in a row. So like 2016 and 17,
0: probably. Okay. And he said when you got on stage, you just shredded. He said he he was, you know, he wasn't sure what to expect. And he said as soon as she got that guitar, he's like, oh, she's the real deal.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Otherwise, you wouldn't make guitar tales.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I, I remember him because I remember that he gave me um like his little business card and I put it in my in my pedal board case and I was like guitarmacist that's a that's a cool name.
0: <laughs> Isn't it cool that you know it the history cool, yeah. of it? You know the background of that?
1: because he's a pharmacist, right? Right,
0: right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. We even have let's see we have them right here. We have business cards for our show too. So we got these business cards. Oh cool. Yeah. Which we nice. don't do. Any- we don't do anything with because it's 2021 and no one uses business cards anymore. But right? Yeah, but yeah. you got
1: them. That's but the important thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we could do three hours on you, I suspect, because you have such a cool story. So I'm going to jump right in. So, and I warn you, my dog would be making noise. He is right. Oh, now. that
1: is. He's so cute. <laughs> okay, so we'll
0: put him on we'll, uh, here. Hi. Hi, so
1: doggy. Guess,
0: and we know that you have a dog who might be. He's being oh, held at bay right now. It's right? not my
1: housemate's dog, yeah, but they're being good right now,
0: so. All right, good. So, you're in Vegas. You're in mm-hmm. Cirque du Soleil, which is just yes. such a cool thing. I also, Scott sent me your uh, Instagram page, mm-hmm. and I see you're a photographer. You're interested in either astronomy or astrology. I'm assuming astronomy. Astronomy. I mean, like, yeah. Just
1: Quick side note: I'm. I definitely don't feel comfortable calling myself a photographer because I literally started a year ago. Okay. So don't ask me any like in depth questions there. But I. I definitely love it. It's like a you new take hobby. Take pictures.
0: I yeah, take pictures. Yeah. That's right. So, but they're beautiful. I mean, I, I was. Oh, thank this. you. Yeah, they're really nice. And I noticed y- you seem to have a taste for the out. You know, the outdoor pictures. You had a lot of good yeah. pictures. <clears throat> but the sky. The really sky. Seemed- yeah that's
1: uh yeah some
0: it's
1: definitely i've always been very like interested in in space and stuff and always just love the night sky and it just kind of happened um during the pandemic because there was literally nothing to do we couldn't go anywhere and right. i mean obviously we were yeah. all in the same boat yeah. and i just started um it's so hot in las vegas obviously so
0: yeah like for, 120 hot
1: yes like yeah. now it's finally cooling down a little bit like around this time but um, so when we shut down everything last year in April, May, it was so hot. So like, literally you can only go out late at night and right. I, and I noticed a lot of, you know, like, wow, it's so beautiful. And I started wanting, like wanting to take photos of it and it just turned into a thing. And now it's like my, my second hobby.
0: Oh, that's great. You know, there's something about the desert sky. I mean, I get a nice sky yeah. here. There's nice skies everywhere, but the desert sky, it's spiritual. Yeah. You ever read it's, Carlos Castaneda?
1: No, I mean I I have heard the name, but I haven't read.
0: He's a bit of an old hippie, but he he would do lots of drugs in the desert. But um, <laughs> but he talked about the desert and just how beautiful and spiritual it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you now? The pictures I think I saw in one of them. You're not just using your your iPhone or whatever phone is. You, you've got a serious SLR, right?
1: I, yeah, exactly. So I got, I only have one camera and I, just, I got that one. Um, my brother is a photographer, so he helped okay. me pick something out that was um, like cheap enough, you know, for somebody that's new, but that still would do a good job. So I just got a, a Canon Rebel T7. That's
0: a nice, that's a very nice camera, yeah.
1: It's, it's a nice camera. And then um, I just started exploring as much as possible with that. And um, I got a, my best friend gave me a tripod
0: that's a big um, so difference
1: can... right big difference yeah if you want to take pictures of the night sky and i've been just diving into learning how to like stack photos and stuff like that to reduce noise and so it's really it's a whole new world for me but it's so much fun
0: that's great and i saw you had some pictures where you do the extended exposure so you can get the star trail going across. yeah
1: that's exactly good yeah um i've only tried that a few times literally outside the house so so right. not very much um, there's this really cool program, I think it's called Star Stacks, okay. could be wrong, something like that, it's a free program, um, oh, it's nice. really helpful, yeah.
0: That's good stuff. So that's a side hobby, um, yes. and I, I guess we are Guitar Tales, so I'll we'll talk about guitar a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when did you start playing guitar?
1: So I started a little bit when I was 11, because I got an acoustic guitar Um, And I just learned the basics, like a few open chords and because I I was always obsessed with music, but I was mostly singing as a kid. And then I started guitar more seriously. And I started electric guitar when I was about 14.
0: Okay. And where did you grow up? Uh,
1: Sweden, Gothenburg, Sweden.
0: Okay. All right. And when did you come? So were you were you playing out there and you came here? When did you come here?
1: So I came here literally on my um, day after my 21st birthday, I think. Oh, So before that, I was I never studied music or anything, Um, but I was playing. I had an original band in Sweden and I was just playing and practicing a lot. And then I I had a dream to go to MI, like the old GIT in L.A. So that's why I came here.
0: Well, that's great. And did you go straight to Vegas or?
1: No, I, I lived in L.A. until... 2018.
0: Okay. or okay. 2019 maybe. So that's an interesting music scene in LA. And you got a lot of yes. competition out there, but it's also there's a there's a lot of opportunity for growth and things like that, right?
1: Definitely. Yeah, when I was out of music school, I just knew that I have to find a way to survive playing music somehow. And then what happened was that I ended up finding Dollface um, right. like all all female cover band that was out in Vegas so even though I was living in LA I was we were going back and forth all the time and playing out here and and traveling a lot so that was very very good experience for me
0: and you're not with Dollface anymore right no okay and that's the band that opened that Scott opened for right yes Mm -hmm. and he said you guys were just fabulous
1: thank you yeah that's that was a I mean they're amazing that was a fun band to be a part of for sure
0: that's great And um, what was your guitar of choice back then when you were with Dollface? Was it the Gretsch or was it something else?
1: No, um, I've always been like a, a Les Paul person. And, and I have, um, what I was playing for about three years, I think with Dollface was, um, it's a Gibson Signature T. Okay. So it's like the tribute model to Les Paul.
0: Um, nice.
1: And he has, it's a great guitar, but it's really heavy.
0: Okay. Um, so I and ended up back. getting...
1: Very heavy. I think that's part of the reason why I started developing tendonitis. Oh wow. Because um, you, sh- you shouldn't be doing like four hour gigs with a guitar like that. At least right. I shouldn't, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, so that's why I got the Gretsch, uh, which is like a semi-hollow body, and I started using that more to kind of give my back some
0: relief. Right. And even your Gretsch had a less polish shape to it. Yeah. Because the body was very is, is it a is it a Gretsch less ball copy or just a Gretsch Gretsch? Um,
1: one. it's um no, it's not a Les Paul coffee. I have it right here. Like you can, it's it's a little, like it needs some work done. I have a little bit of tape and stuff going yeah. here. Uh, so it's it has it's a Les Paul shape. Bigsby. Um, it's yep. the Electromatic Jet. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, it definitely has the Les Paul shape, kind of.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. It's a really great guitar. It sounds great, like even when it's not plugged in because of the semi-hollow body.
0: It just that's really why clear. You would, that's why a lot of your videos you don't have it plugged in. I, I was wondering why you were doing it, but it did sound good.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I've been diving into a lot of um like finger style stuff and like just chord melody things. Yeah. So a lot of the time I end up not plugging in or just plugging in like a very quiet, clean tone to not disturb my housemates.
0: (laughs) Right. That's right. Now, you know, one of the questions that we've been asking all our guests on the Zoom shows, and even a little bit, we've only had one studio show since COVID has subsided a bit, if not a lot, is how COVID has affected your art and your craft. You know, you went from, you know, you were in Dollface for a while, right? Mm -hmm. You're a performer and you're out in front of people. And then March, April of 2020, suddenly we're all locked in our homes and apartments and we're outside we're not really supposed to be our people so what did that do to you as an artist
1: oh wow um
0: you're good uh, and the
1: it so many things i mean first of all i just think that it just given me a new sense of appreciation like I feel like I was always grateful that I got right. to play music full-time but at a whole new level now because it's still like when you do something consistently it becomes work no matter what it is and you get tired and yeah like like with Cirque we do 10 shows a week which is wow. tiring very tiring um and the whole like play every show like it's your last. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I got that as a concept before, but now I I, I really feel it. Like, I, I'm still reminded every show that, you know, this is not to be taken for granted and that we're right. so lucky to get to do this. And I feel like it's like embodied now, like that gratefulness um, that we get to play. This is not that's, a given.
0: <laughs> that's really something, and you're right. I mean, you could do a show tonight and then we could suddenly hear that all the COVID cases started spiking, and then mm-hmm. you know, corporate says, "You know We got to shut down for three months until things quiet down." Exactly. And that, and who knows what happens after those three months? Like, ten, I'm, I'm not trying to. Yeah. <laughs> no. tonight, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's how we all feel all the time. Like it, it's yeah. because it was looking better for a while, and then the Delta right. uh, variant right. happened. So I think we're all like. Just living in the moment more, maybe right. than before COVID.
0: So COVID hits. So were you playing actively on a regular basis right before COVID hit? That was
1: yeah. I was doing Cirque when that happened.
0: Oh, okay. So you're with Cirque by then. So I'm assuming it shut down for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Right? So so what did you start doing with yourself? We know about photography, which is a wonderful outlet. What about your guitar? What did that do to your guitar playing?
1: Um, Wow. I mean, it was such a long time, so I I went through so many different phases um, with music because I think in the beginning, I was kind of excited about all the free time I could I can play whatever I want, you know, so I was just playing a lot and then because I do have tendinitis sometimes when I get a little too excited and I have those really long practice Moments, then that gets worse. So I kind of had to stop for a while. So I think there was probably a month or so that I didn't play at all.
0: Which is almost, was there some part of you that thought, oh my God, that, you know, like obviously separate from the tragedy that's going on all around you? Did it give you a little chance to heal and sort of catch up a little bit?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, um, I've been wanting, it's been, you know, on my list forever to write more music. Okay. And um I tend to kind of put that aside and like, yeah, you know, at the when the time is right. And I having that space where I wasn't playing all the time or working on something definitely opened up more like of a creative flow.
0: Yeah, because you know, if I would imagine if you're doing 10 shows a week, mm-hmm. that's gotta be and it's a four hour show.
1: Oh no no no!
0: Four, four hours.
1: Out, that was with Dollface. You know, we would oh, do okay. like a three one hours or four forty fives or something like that. Circus is ninety minutes
0: twice oh, a that's, day. That's still a lot, though. You know, yeah. So, so you're doing that, and then in between, you're maintaining your home and whatever you have going on in your life, and it doesn't leave sort of the emotional bandwidth to sort of tap into your creative energy. I would think.
1: Definitely, and also for me, a lot of it is the. Um, the time like I'm, I'm mostly creative at night okay. and if I'm work if I'm working at night you know if I'm doing shows and I come home like that's right. normally the time where I would maybe write but it, it's hard like to you know open up that space for creativity to write music when you know you have to go play two shows after at least right. for me it's yeah. difficult so I yeah that was definitely Something that was good about being home a lot—that kind of opened that up a little bit.
0: I appreciate this. segue, even for something as simple as me doing my interview show. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing law all day long. Yeah and, I, yeah. and I try to set aside half hour, hour, if I'm lucky an hour and a half, just to sort of take off my lawyer hat. Yeah. And put on, and not not that it's not that they're mutually exclusive. You can be a lawyer and be interpersonal. Care about learning about other people, but it's still it's a different vibe. And I would think for you, you know, you have you have an obligation when you do certain, We'll learn about it in a, in a little bit. But I would imagine there's just a zillion performers. There's your employer. You want to take care of your audience. So you have to put yeah. your in a certain place because you want to you want them to exit what they've seen from you with a smile and feel enriched, right?
1: Exactly. So gotta,
0: yeah. So you got to put yourself in a certain framework. And I think for artistic endeavor, and I think in a good way. There's a little bit of self indulgence there, you know. And you can't really do that if you're trying to get into the mindset of taking care of other people, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, what did you do creatively? Did you Did you put some decent music or songs together?
1: I, if it's decent or not, I I, I can't tell. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my favorite thing that I did. Um, this whole time was I, I went to LA for a month um, okay. and just basically stayed at home in my best friend's apartment and we, because she's a singer she's an amazing singer Okay. Um, her name is Aim Almas um, and we used to be neighbors in LA and see each other all the time and we haven't gone to spend so much time together the past few years um, right. for many reasons because she's also a touring musician and we finally got the chance to just be in a space together and write something, which we wanted to do for a really long time. So that was really cool. Like getting to write. We made an EP.
0: Oh, that's just fantastic.
1: The two of us, like completely by ourselves. And, and none of us have really produced before. Okay. So it was a whole learning experience, not only writing everything and just um, well, recording everything. That was right. just on YouTube trying to figure stuff out because I've never learned anything about that so that was it was cool it was fun that's, that's really yeah and what
0: was what was your software and hardware that you used to record
1: logic pro and literally this um little focus right uh scarlet and uh, that was it and that's i it. used um, i i had my gretch and right. i used she had an acoustic guitar that was that probably hadn't had Strings changed for at least like five or six years.
0: Oh, that's something. Funny. And
1: we we used that one. So it was really not a very high-end recording. There was a lot of um, we did what we could with what we had and there was a certain charm to it, I think.
0: Well that we just the last show I just taped, uh, was with Steve Conti, and we were talking about the difference between the modern style of recording and the more old school stuff. Where the, mm-hmm. there's all this beauty, like you know, he was talking about the fact that in the old days, if the guitars weren't digitally tuned, it's almost there's something beautiful about that. If it, you know, yes. not, I don't mean badly out of tune, he, but if the guitar just isn't perfectly tuned, if you're in yeah, you off, it adds something special. So even five-year-old strings, there's something we all know what they sound like, right? Yeah, maybe there's something warm about that. You know, when, when they're not as
1: crisp.
0: You know, the, the, and you're, you're in an apartment or a house, wherever you are, and the acoustics. I don't know if you're plug. You can't plug right into a board unless the acoustic had a mic in it. But,
1: you
0: know, yeah, know, you get the acoustics of the room, which is nice. That's mm-hmm. good
1: stuff. Yeah, then, I mean, uh, I, I love that stuff. Like, all of my favorite players are not necessarily those perfectionists. Like, I'm a huge fan of Gary Moore, for okay. instance, who, you know, is very very raw and like there would be a lot of open strings, you know, you could hear in his playing. Yeah. It wasn't always perfectly clean, but yeah so powerful in a yeah. way.
0: It is, I like that. Even look at the stones. I mean they were as sloppy as you can get live, but they're wonderful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Mick Vic doesn't even have a good voice and he has a great voice at the same time.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Keith has a shitty voice, is <laughs> a great voice at the same time.
1: You know? Yep, very true.
0: So I'm going to hit your chronology a little bit now. So you're with Dollface. Um, the pandemic hits. You have to stop for a period of time. When things open up, I'm sorry. No, you were Dollface before Cirque. When yes. Let's talk about the segue uh, from if it is straight from one to the other, from Dollface to Cirque, or was there something in between?
1: No, it was straight and very quick.
0: So that is it's such an, an interesting story. You know, we, we've had so many folks on on guitar tales who have neat backstories but Cirque is just this legendary troupe you know uh, that's just been around i would guess 30 40 50 years at this point
1: i think so yeah
0: so did they come knocking on your door did you go knocking on their door how did that work
1: so they had been knocking on my door for a few years oh really um, as a yes because so basically the the role that i'm playing as the guitarist in the show is um, for a female. Right. And I guess that, you know, there, there aren't, as we know, as many female guitar players around us, there are males. So, and they knew of me from Dollface when I oh, started right. Dollface in Vegas, because I guess they were keeping their, you you
0: know, they
1: were looking for options in case, you know, like they needed an on-call or something. So they reached out to me the first time, uh, right when I started Dollface, so like 2015, um about an on call position but since i was living in la it wasn't really possible and that was kind of the deal and, and they reached out to me a few times um and i was still in la so it was just never working out but so you this were legitimately
0: time, you were legitimately playing hard to get you weren't even faking it
1: no right? i yeah no. and and also to be honest i i really didn't know much about circ then right. like i had never seen a circ show i didn't know um you know, it was not a a big thing in Sweden. Like I I had never really heard of it. And then I heard of it when I came to um, Vegas. So I think I, I, even though I I knew it was big, I didn't quite understand, you know, what it was. And um, I was just, um, yeah, I was, I was living in LA. So it would be hard for me to accept an on-call position where they want somebody to be there all the time
0: so so on call is not a a full-time steady gig on call exactly
1: basically we need somebody this week or yeah right Um, so but so we were always in touch because of of that so they had me like in their in their email list and stuff and then i moved to vegas early i think it's been yeah early 2019 i think
0: okay
1: um and then we were in touch again
0: so you moved um, to Vegas, not for them?
1: Not for them, no.
0: What brought you to Vegas?
1: Um, I just, there was a lot of things happening in my my personal life at the time. And I wanted to try something new. I was already working in Vegas a lot.
0: Okay. So it just,
1: it made sense. So I thought I'll, I'll I'll give it a try. It wasn't necessarily supposed to be a long-term thing. Right, um, right. And then... Um I was really lucky just a couple of months after that I i got Circ. And it was once again they reached out to me about on call position. And then I ended up getting the job and it kind of segued into a, a more full-time contract.
0: That is wonderful. Now, what people might not understand, because, I mean I haven't seen Circ, I've seen Blue Man Group in Vegas yeah <laughs> but, so I know it's nothing to one has nothing to do with the other, but but I've seen a show in Vegas. Um so people will think of a show and, and think, oh you know, she's underneath you know that the band hit and no one really sees you but they hear you but my understanding is that that ain't you you're prominent right on the stage in the show right
1: yes so that's what's different with this show is that the, um well first of all there's there no band so it's all okay. michael jackson's music
0: oh, modified
1: modified for the show um okay. and then the only live musicians is the guitar player and there's also a singer
0: Oh, so um, you were really prominent in this show.
1: Yeah. So both me and the singer are parts of the show as as characters okay. in a way. Um, unfortunately, we have no interactions because she's literally singing on a a half moon that's okay. flying around the the stage. So it's it's really cool stuff, but it's not a regular band scenario at okay. all.
0: So so are you? So first of all. I hope I get it right. Was it Slash who recorded a song with Michael Jackson? I'm trying to think. Uh, there was one of his famous songs that um, a rock star did. I know Eddie didn't. Eddie played one of his.
1: Yeah, so, Eddie did. Uh, beat it.
0: Right, and I thought Slash yeah. might have done one. Um,
1: that's not. very very possible that Slash did. I don't want to say what song he did because I, I don't know. You could probably look <laughs> it up, but yeah, um, yeah, and then I mean the. Yeah. Um, the role I'm playing is basically based off of Jennifer Batten um, okay. that played with Michael for years. And I mean, she was, I don't know for how long she was his guitar player, but um, I mean, she was iconic. And her whole style with the the Mohawk and her clothes is kind of what inspired um, the role of the guitar player in this show.
0: Well, that's great. So when we eventually edit... Uh, maybe you can get us some pictures of what you're doing in that role, and we'll, we'll get them on here. That would be definitely, yeah. yeah. So, it's, uh... so it's got to be interesting. I mean, you're going from being in doll face, where you have to learn your songs, you have to obviously get dressed up to go on stage. But then you're just performing songs. But now you're a character, and, that, and do you have to emote like certain feelings? Like, what do you have to do? to convey that vision that they have from Cirque to the audience?
1: That's probably been the biggest challenge because um, that's it's a whole different world, um, right. you know, of theater and acting. And obviously I don't have any, any lines or anything. I don't have to dance, thank God. Um, uh-huh. But um, it's basically a lot about, I, I've learned a lot about posture, like to make your movements big. You, your movements are never too big really like right. should be larger so than life
0: because you're not film uh, they say the difference between film and stage like actors can tell, like, mm-hmm. film but everything on stage is big so you have to make all your physical movements big right
1: yeah it, which has been some like, I'm, I'm not i'm more of an introverted person so it's easy for you me seem to, like it like,
0: was yeah. yeah
1: yeah like a, it's easy for me to be in here and i really had to learn how to like they say open up and to um to think big and like a lot of things like that and to really i think you just kind of learn to step into like some sort of alter ego well
0: that that's what i was leading toward you know i just went um about two or three weeks ago the third guest we ever had in guitar tales was nixon's head a, a band out of philly and their singer uh andy now has a nice quiet demeanor i've known him for 30 years and he's just like a nice quiet unassuming guy when i see them live he just explodes he, he's a he is andy but he's a different andy yeah and, and he's got this he's got almost a bit of, it's almost i want to call it swagger because that might sound almost obnoxious but there yeah. there is there, there is this sort of Larger than life confidence that that exudes, or exudes from him. He exudes on stage. Which then he comes back. and said, "How do you think? Did you like it? You know." And it's and you seem like a quieter person. Do you have that alter ego where you become this larger person when you're on stage?
1: For sure. Um, yeah. And it's it's something I'm still working on. To be honest, right. like it's something you really have to learn to get out of your own head, and to. Just kind of serve, you know, the purpose right. of of the show, um which is sometimes it's hard to do ten times a week. I bet it's definitely. I need a lot of recharging time after.
0: <laughs> I right, because that's an uh, energy suck, right? In a good way.
1: In a good right. way, yeah. But it, yeah. it definitely takes a lot of energy. Because um, I mean, the whole you will you've seen the photos, and I'm sure people yeah. are going to see it, like the the costume is it's something else. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, pretty extreme. So there's there's no place to hide you have to like really be present and you know act as if yeah it, it's a challenge but it's fun
0: and, and you're under uh, a literal microscope i haven't seen your show but i would imagine that people in the no- the the metaphoric nosebleed seats even, even if they're far from you i'm going to guess that there's screens that they can watch where you're, you're felt you're taped or filmed. And I'm guessing there's screens all over the place. So if you have an important piece of the show, it's a close-up on you, right?
1: Yeah, actually, not the whole show, but in the end, um, there's a a solo section. Right. um, Where I'm the only one on stage for a little bit. And then they have, um, it's um, basically a a guitar solo that comes in right before Black or White, which is one of the last songs. I like that song. I
0: put that on my playlist for running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song.
1: I mean honestly all of all of Michael's songs are amazing, I think. But um yes. so yeah, then that was that was weird the first time I did that to see you know your own face so big on a screen like yeah. that. that and, was...
0: and there's there's nowhere to hide.
1: Then nowhere to hide.
0: No, I mean if you just have to scratch your arm even, everyone will see you scratch your arm. You know? Exactly.
1: Which is I feel like when you're in a band, you all kind of you can kind of hide. Behind each other, sometimes you know you have think, that sense yeah. of yeah you know it's um, nobody's looking at you the whole time and I mean of right. course in the show too there's so much going on and, but and still being one of the only musicians you feel very it's it's a little lonely sometimes
0: I bet it would be or even if you're if you're playing with Dollface. And you're annoyed because your bass player missed the note or your drummer isn't keeping time. You could sort of jokingly sneer at them. What are you doing? And kind of laugh. Yeah. yeah. But, but in this, you're you're in character. Whatever your emotions are, they're staying back here. They can't come to the floor, right? Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're done in 90, 91 minutes in. You, could, you can go backstage and say, what the hell are you doing? Or what have you? Yeah. That's interesting, though. And then, yeah. And then you've got to, so if you have two shows a night, um, how much time do you have between shows? Do you um, get to rest? Do you eat, like stuff like that?
1: We have about an hour.
0: Okay, so you're um, you're on. That's four straight hours you're on, really, because I would imagine yeah. the hour you're you're just sort of resting. I would guess you have to keep your costume on for that hour, right? Um,
1: we can get out of of costume, but we have to keep the wigs on. Okay, um, which is. Uh, if you've seen the photos, my wig is is pretty extreme. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: but luckily it's it's not very heavy. It looks heavier than it is, so it, it's not much of a problem. But
0: yeah. Oh, on the front end, wait, wait. so it, let's say your show start like you have a show tonight, I assume, right?
1: Actually, no. Well, normally we do, but we're off today.
0: Okay, so let's say you you know what is it? Right now it's seven for me, so it's fourish for you. I'm really bad at math. Seven minus three, I had trouble with, but um, <laughs> which is why I'm a lawyer. Um, so it's four-ish for you. Let's say you had to go on at eight. How much earlier than the show do you have to show up? Like, do you have somebody putting on your makeup or do you do it yourself?
1: So all Cirque artists learn how to do their own makeup.
0: That makes sense.
1: So um, yeah. so we do that ourselves. And then um, I usually get, with the first show is at seven, I usually get there like five maybe, okay. unless I have, you know, we have rehearsals and stuff going on, which we've had a lot now coming back from you know such a long time of not doing shows everything has kind of been right. reintegrated so we've had a lot of long days um how much time did you have and stuff.
0: how much time did you have off well, gosh like a um, year
1: yeah a little over a year more than wow. a year yeah
0: so that's a long time
1: it's a um, long time yeah
0: do you feel you know in the first handful of shows let's call it like the first week we're back did you feel like your batteries were supercharged because it had been so long
1: no <laughs> <laughs> actually no not at all
0: nervous I think
1: it's nervous for sure
0: yeah
1: um it was just a lot of getting used to uh, i mean it's been like being in a cocoon in a way for so long and like even if you've seen people and like when they reached out to me again i was in sweden with my family So I had to come back pretty quick and and, uh, prepare. but um, And then going from, you know, a year of isolation in in many ways into just, you know, lots of people, bright lights, loud music, you know, there's pyro, everything. I I definitely feel like it was, yeah, it, it takes some getting used to for okay. sure like getting yeah. back into that but but now i think we're all starting to get and used then, to it again
0: and then you had the same issue i would guess that you know if if you're just either a regular person or a little if you tend if you trend a little introverted right you had to sort of reawaken your extrovert you know yeah. who, who had been quiescent yeah you know, for 13 14 months right yeah you're out with your family you're with your friends in la a little bit you're you're pursuing your artistic endeavors and then you have to switch gears where you know four hours with one hour break a day mm-hmm. you know, five days a week or whatever it is you have to let let that other big part of you out and, and reawaken that big part of you so that's probably a bit of an adjustment
1: oh definitely it's just. Today. I mean, I think you learn pretty quick to get back into it, but just the sense of, of being tired, like it's more draining when you haven't done it for a while and it takes some time to get into that kind of that balance of being able to do 10 shows a week and function. Um, but I feel like now I'm starting to get into the flow again. I think we all are starting to get used to it.
0: I bet. And you know, something that occurred to me, um, that impresses me about, I guess it would be the producers or the directors of CERN, is that in today's modern world, with all the lip syncing and everything that goes on, how easy would it have been for them to just have guitar tracks and have someone playing air guitar to the tracks instead of having a real guitar player? And they made the creative choice, which I think is really impressive to say, you know what? We want a real guitar player to really play guitar because for such a theatrical show, you know how we—it just would have been effortless for them to get someone, you know, to pretend to play guitar, and just all they would have to learn how to do is make it look like they were really playing. Yeah, they can do that, and that, that's that's pretty cool. You know,
1: yeah, a lot of people actually don't think the guitar is live, uh, which is something I have both read in comments and heard people.
0: She's say, so good, it can't be real.
1: <laughs> I, that's what I tell myself. I say, that's that's why they think so. <laughs>
0: right, right, but right, right.
1: yeah, and then I I think it's just, yeah, because it is, it is. Well, There's so not another way to interpret everything.
0: it. There is not another way. If you think about it, if you saw it, they would say, oh, she's real. You're right.
1: Well, that's what I tell myself when I when I make a mistake. I'm like, okay, at least now they know I play. Yeah,
0: that's true. Real. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so you're, I'm, I'm guessing you, you're just wireless and someone's working the amplifier magic. You probably have very little to do, or do you have much to do with the, the heart? No, or the, or it's, all that it's, it's
1: all programmed. Yeah, it's um, it's a fractal, I believe. Um, and it's all pre-programmed, like different patches for different parts of the songs, and they just right. go off. Um, and I even have, you know, because there's so much going on and you have to make certain things on time. There's you know, guitar text standing by um, backstage that helps switch guitars and stuff right. like that. Because um, um, I don't know if you know, but in um, Beat It, there, we have a pyro guitar. So at okay. the end of the Beat It solo, it shoots pyro.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: there's a lot of like extra little things that needs to be taken care of.
0: And then even like the text, if you break a string, if you go a little out of tune, that they, they've got probably the most amazing stuff staff of folks to take care of yeah
1: yeah they're amazing yeah to make sure it's always in tune that everything is yeah
0: that's really cool well what do you have next going on so you have this for the immediate future do you what about your creative endeavors do you have any of that that you're working on now um
1: lately i've just been whenever i've had time um which hasn't been much (laughs) right is to just um i've been recording a little bit of guitar for um some different projects, like mainly friends, fans, and stuff like right. that. So not really my own music, but I still get to be creative.
0: Yeah. You know, and
1: adding a little bit to other, other people's music. And then um, um, the beginning of next year, I'm probably gonna go to LA for a while, uh, once again with my, my uh, best friend, and then we did that EP. We're gonna try to um, possibly create a full-length album and have it properly recorded this time with some of our right. other friends so
0: That's yeah contestant. now if people want to find you um where do they go on social media just your, your name is is unique enough and i've been yeah. hesitating to say Shireen, did i get it right this time i got yeah. it right again all right shereen Siavashi, and it'll probably be all over the screen but s-h-i-r-i-n last name is s-i-a-v-a-s-h-i yeah. i know you're on instagram Mm-hmm. you're probably too young to have a big presence on facebook because only old farts like me are on facebook yeah i i
1: use i am on facebook i used to have an artist page on facebook but i actually i removed that because i felt like it wasn't doing yes. any good i'm not on facebook very much but i, I do like use vinyl Instagram at this
0: point yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: although vinyl is is cool again
0: i know it's coming back <laughs> it's coming back i know uh, again our, our guest uh last week steve County, his album album's coming out on vinyl which i think is fabulous
1: yeah i think a lot of bands are are um coming up with stuff on vinyl now um but yeah basically i would say instagram is 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 the best place that's where i'm the most active i do have a website uh which i have not been very good at updating
0: right i don't Um, think anyone does these days you know yeah it's kind of something has to replace that for creative endeavors i don't i mean instagram obviously does and other yeah
1: I, I go through these phases where I'm like I delete Instagram and I'm not on there for a few months because I, yeah. I um, don't necessarily like social media very much. But then I go back into it and it, it is great, like for so many things.
0: Yeah. To and, find, and I, I
1: found so many great musicians through social media and stuff like that. So.
0: Social media saved all of us, so that I mean, Yeah, connecting. for sure. Yeah, I mean. We're able to take our private lives and at least share with friends in the way we used to in person. So yeah we just have to figure out how to not be in our phones more than an hour a day or whatever. You know, exactly. Effort. Well, I got to tell you, this has been so much fun. Um, and it, and I, I'm looking at my clock. It's, it, we've actually been chatting almost 45 minutes. You know, it oh, it like didn't know,
1: feel like that at all. <laughs> no,
0: it, it usually doesn't because you get to meet new people and we chat about stuff. It's really nice. I want to thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you. This was a lot of fun.
0: I enjoyed it too. And we can't wait till it airs. Have a good night.
1: Good night. Thank you.
0: Thank you.